What the hell we got here? Some kind of public access show or something? DPS Report! I be like, sheesh, sunset on the beach, make me want to pull up in Miami with the heat. I don't know about you, but I know about me, summertime in Florida, catch me sliding in the keys. Hello and welcome everybody <laughs> to another installment of the TPS Reports podcast. And we beep, and we beep. I be like, sheesh, what's the fuck, is that a Pizza Hut commercial? Yeah, does that count? It's either Whopper, 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 or I be like, sheesh. Yeah. <laughs> Heard this song a thousand times this week. Yeah, is it uh, watching the UFC fights? They just really uh, every th- ten seconds. The new Derek Jeter Sheesh. commercial is the Kevin Hart draft Kings one. Mm-hmm. Where it's like they said they're gonna send me two hundred dollars instantly. Like you ain't gonna make me sweat for it. <laughs> like I have that one memorized. The now. new one every week. It's every commercial break or the same sequence. So yeah, the whole Saturday night we're just like. I'd be like, sheesh. This one's weak, though. I should have done. Whopper, 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 <laughs> whopper. Uh, hello, everybody. What's up? And we back and we back and we back. Uh, thank you to everybody who has uh, hit the Patreon since last week. This week is still free. Uh, the second half, the second episode on Patreon is still free this week, too. But next week, uh, that will change. Asking $5, five measly old bucks a month. Um <laughs> And we're just going to keep it pushing, you guys. We have some other things coming soon, too. Uh, the Planet of the Shapes vinyl. Oh, my God. Coming next week, I believe. Next oh my Friday. God, we do. Uh, so stay tuned for more promo about that. And there will be um, like a, a Patreon pre-sale period. We have a lot of them, so they're not going to all sell out. You don't have to worry about that if you're not a patron and you don't want to get on that in the next week. But uh, the podcast will be locked down next week for the second halves and the um, vinyl Double disc, double disc plus bonus tracks. If we just did the Planet of the Shapes record on vinyl and that was it, there would have still been space on side D, you know, the second oh, side man. of the second disc. So we put a couple of special tracks. bonus tracks. Uh, maybe we'll just tease that for now and see which ones they are. Uh, you totally you're going to have to buy it and find out. Let me see this. Don't read it, dude. Make them guess. Make them oh, wonder. Shit, We're looking at the the back of the... I, they're in hand, you guys. We have the vinyl right. in hand. We're looking at the bonus tracks that aren't on the album, but they're on the vinyl. Oh, major tease. Huge <laughs> tease. And speaking of tracks, music being released, uh, finally, you guys, at long last, we have a release date for the next single for the Junkyard Samurai oh, 2 yeah. follow-up. Um, February... <laughs> 17th. Yeah, yeah. February, over it. Chewbacca Feb- over the plug. <laughs> February 17th. Um, so, yeah, the new what song. Day of the week is that? I think it's a Friday. Friday. Uh, Friday, 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 Friday. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, <laughs> Friday. Um, yeah, and that, but I still don't know. It's like Birds Eye came out, what, six fucking months ago, and now set, track two is coming out. 
I really hope it's not six more months before the whole project is out. But uh, sitting I'll be on a project damned. for a long time, we put out Bird's Eye, and we were like, "This is it." Yeah, dude. Now that a single's out, we can't keep single sitting one on this it. month, single two next it, month. It's and gonna then the keep rolling project. from yeah. here, and then it didn't keep rolling. From no, there. no, it didn't. <laughs> and um, now, single two is coming out. Uh, it's called American Psycho. <laughs> I'll put the pre-save. Just put out one song at a time. <laughs> just over the course of seven years, <laughs> just make that uh, really, really milk it. Um, but yeah, Junkyard God, Two. We're bad at this. Um, I said it last year, and I'll say it again because I was wrong last year. This year, Junkyard Samurai Two is going to be out sometime this fucking year. I hope by summer or even earlier than that. I promise. <laughs> uh, so yeah, pre-save that. That helps uh, our stream numbers and shit. American Psycho, February 17th. The Planet of the Shapes Vinyl, February, what is that, the 3rd? I think it's the Friday after next week's podcast. And, um, yeah, sign up for the Patreon because uh, <clears throat> we're going to keep doing these shows and splitting them. But we'll see if we can squeeze most of our normal TPS reports bits mm. into the free one and then just fuck around and have some fun uh, talk about news st- stories or shit we watched and uh, fan questions in the second half. Anyway... Uh, I think what I'm trying to say is, I be like, sheesh, sunset on the beach. <laughs> um, yeah, dude, we got good and drunk Saturday night, watched fucking Cujo. We watched eight hours of fights and then Cujo. Mm-hmm. Uh, More fights, <laughs> just with a rabid dog. Yeah. Good card, solid card, not good ending. No. Not, not solid ending to me. You know, Jamal Hill was pretty happy, I'm sure. Yeah, I gotta uh, say Brazilian the Brazilian crowd, crowd kind of sucks shit. Balls and Ditto. shit, yeah, and balls too. <laughs> shitty balls. <laughs> well, they, they suck they the suck shit the, uh, off of shitty booyah balls. balls. <laughs> <laughs> Pull them out of the ass and suck them. Brazil. Um, there was there was plenty of Brazilian victories. Yeah, uh, there was nothing to be salty about. I'm go ahead and say it right now. Ungrateful. Brazilians lost the two title fight main events. Right. Um, and that's when, okay. And when the co-main, uh, so a Mexican gentleman by the name of Brandon Moreno won, the they're throwing baby. all the fucking drinks at him, you know, and the like he doesn't care. Drink. He's got a smile on his face. That's the he thing is, won. Brandon Moreno is the most like fun, uh, lovable UFC fighter possibly on the roster. He's like never, he's never like beefing. He's always like positive, high spirited, happy, having a good time. And in that moment when he's getting pelted with drinks, he makes it kind of fun because he's like, yeah, he's, he's like covering up with the belt. He's running with the high knees and he's, the face he's making is like, ah, he's like kind of having fun. Yeah. Um, it's still kind of bogus. Like it, I don't, it shadows overshadows the fact that it's bogus as fuck what they're doing. Right. Um, it's like he's being a good sport, so it's all in good fun. But that's not even as bothersome as the main event. These guys put their health on the line for y'all entertainment. And just because your dude doesn't win, you well, throw drinks at a guy too. who just broke the record for like uh, him and Davis and Figueredo broke the record for most time shared in the octagon together. They've spent like an hour and seventeen plus minutes. Right, this was their fourth matchup. Four, never were, they all, they, were they all for the belt too? Yes. Okay. So yeah, um, and there's, there's never, never been never about, been a fourth until now. It was always a minimum three peat. So it's like <laughs> they went for a four peat. I don't know. It's just it's worth commending. Dude fought his heart out. Uh, he's a new champion. No, suck my beer. Fucking eat plastic cup, asshole. Crazy. Uh, so you told me that they haven't had a card in Brazil for years since like right before COVID or the like last the, one the month that everything was, was getting locked Oliveira down. submitted Kevin Lee and it was an empty arena because COVID was, I think it was February 2020. It was like starting to become a big deal. So I just remember last year they went to, uh, they did a card, maybe it was even earlier than that, but the first card they did in London before they went back and the whole Patty right. Kemlin. Uh, Molly McCann, yeah, that spinning elbow, Molly, all that stuff. Um, but it was like the the uh, they were so was knee out or something. They were so like grateful. The crowd, 
Like they were such a great crowd. You could hear it watching it on the television, like their support and the chanting and stuff. And I didn't see yeah. people like, I don't know, throwing garbage at fighters. No. Um, so yeah, that's, and that's UK. Those are limey trash people. hooligans, <laughs> trash people, scousers. Um, so, uh, in the main event, it's Glover Teixeira, who's 43. He got the belt, what was it, a year or two ago, and then lost it, yes. and then the belt got vacated, um, so it allowed the door to get open for him to have another shot at it. And his, he's 43. He's clearly towards the end of his... He's a legend. He's his MMA career. He's been in the UFC almost like 20 years. So by the time... So he loses, and he goes the fucking distance, right? It was First a, of all, this dude is 43. His last two fights have been for the belt, have gone five rounds, uh, were fight of the night. He's a monster. Uh, Jiri versus Glover last year was arguably fight of the year. Yeah. This was an insane, like, fight of the night. Even though I wanted him to win, it was still, like, an edge-of-your-seat spectacular brawl. They had to scotch tape his eyebrows back on his for the fifth round. His eyebrows were falling <laughs> off his head. Um, but, yeah, he's he's fighting you a know, guy like, who's, like... the dog's cheeks? Yeah. His fucking eyebrows. 12 um, years younger than him. And, like, so it's, it's kind of... Uh, you can see it coming. It's probably not going to go his way, but... Uh, for a guy his age, he's a fucking dog. Like, you would think that it could go either direction, even though he kind of lost the entire fucking 25 minutes. Oh, it couldn't have gone any direction but Jamal Hill. But. Yeah. So anyways, by the time it even gets to the end, the fucking arena's empty. Like, they're like, well, our guy didn't win. We're, we're taking off. Yeah. We're going to split. I don't know what the uh, Rio de Janeiro traffic is like. I imagine it's hell. Yeah, but, you but know, that's what I was saying. I was like, why don't you get in the traffic 10 minutes later and watch your hometown guy retire in front of it's you? It's a main event title fight. The Not only should the title fight winner, who's now crowned champion, get like an ovation, have a crowd cheer for the fact that he's, you know, yeah. for his whole, this is a career achievement. It's only booze or silence. That's all he got. Um, and then on top of it, fucking legend of the sport, the Brazilian native, Glover Teixeira uh, ends his career. He takes his gloves off and retires yeah. to crickets. So legendary athlete. To a silent arena. In his like homeland. Crazy. Taking the gloves off and retiring. And you'd think he'd want to like thank you, you know, to say thank you, Rio, Brazil. He did. Like, you're my people. Yeah, but he said it to nobody. Yeah. He's like, thank you, crickets. Yeah. Uh, that's like just downright disrespectful it's and terrible. gay and I don't like it. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's like, it was a fun night. I wanted Moreno to win. I just kind of, it sucked that it won because a doctor said that Figgy couldn't keep fighting. Right. I wanted to see more rounds. Uh, um, it's always interesting when they end a fight. I can't believe that. I can't believe the whole fucking place cleared out before like a legend retired. You'd want to be in the room for that. It's a story to tell. I was there Even when if Clover had, fucking put his gloves down. He got full mount in the fifth, which is incredible that Jamal Hill escaped that. Yeah. It's kind of incredible he got it, too. He's a monster, but it's like he was getting his ass kicked for right. 22 minutes, and then he still Could have had been a chance stopped at the end. end of the fourth. Yeah. Uh, but he's Almost he's got a, a rock for a head, and he was throwing back. So you. He did crack <laughs> Jamal Hill a couple times. Unfortunately, Jamal Hill crapped him, cracked him a couple hundred times. Yeah. But uh, he gets full mount in the end. He crapped him. That's when you knock the crap out of your <laughs> opponent. And uh, unfortunately, it got reversed, but... Had he fucking taken his back and gotten the choke and won in the fifth, he would have won to like half an arena. It was already half empty at that point. Yeah. I don't know. I like Jamal Hill's little 182. He's like on his knees and DC gets on his knees to try and talk to him. He's like, tell me how you feel. He's just like. Goes from bawling his eyes out to like. He's like, don't fuck with me. Don't fuck with me. (laughs) (laughs) What now? (laughs) Uh, But yeah, 
good night, except for the uh, ungrateful shitheads of Brazil. Kind of <laughs> leaving a sour fucking taste in me, the viewer's eyes. Or wait, the sour taste in my viewing mouth. It was gay. Anyway, Shogun's <laughs> retirement, you know, uh, unfortunately also on a loss, but at least he got a full arena in Brazil yeah. to retire in front of... And then, yeah, that was just the beginning, you guys. We went and watched fucking skate videos, got drunk, Cujo, go to bed at five in the morning. Cujo rules. Um, I don't know. Uh, I guess we could just get into some obituaries. You just came in here like... No, bro. I fucking, thought there was uh, two or three, and you got a whole fucking list. I got to get an extra tab up again. We're getting ahead of yourself. Um, play the, uh, the stinger about last week. Okay. Because we forgot, I forgot something. You got it. We should have said this last week. Things we should have said last week. Things we should have said last week. Things we should have said last week. Should have said last week. <laughs> so great. First of all, when I recommended the Simon D album, totally forgot about the song One More. It was a good song. He's always got to try and squeeze in one more. Uh, someone just messaged me asking how to spell Simon. They spelled it like the, the name Simon. Like Cy. <gasps> like Simon. Right. D-E-E. It's C-Y-A-M. Now you're thinking of Diamond D. <laughs> <laughs> I already said it wrong. C-Y-M-A-N-D-E. Simandy. Anyway, uh, last week I told you that the Power Slab show was like canceled. Oh, Dana White's. Right. Yeah. It's not. God, that guy's unstoppable. It Smacks happens. His wife it just up. so happens that I sometimes speak out of my tush. It's almost as if we don't know what <laughs> we're talking about. <laughs> tush talk. Um, so I watched the, the first episode before I came here today. Retarded? So dumb. <laughs> so fucking It's not stupid. as exhilarating and electric as the UFC? Absolutely ridiculous. I will be watching every week. <laughs> Um, the, what's crazy the season is like, finale should be Mrs. White it, versus Well, there Dana. are women, which is very interesting now, because now it's weird to watch Dana White like judge how well a, a girl can take a slap. Right, he knows. I mean, he's the only one who can judge. But uh, <laughs> I don't know. They just like keep reiterating throughout the episode how like this is the craziest sport, and and you know it doesn't compare what, face slapping. W- whatever can you know anything can happen in this sport. It's like it's just a hand hitting a cheek. It's not a sport. You can't. A guy can't get knocked out from a head kick or an elbow. It's just a, a palm to a cheek. But that can knock. But you he out. keeps talking about it like it's so much crazier than MMA. Like anything can happen. Like no, anything can happen in the thing you're already. Only one thing the happens in of this the league. The most dominant league. Yeah. Having said that, I'll, I will be watching. Yeah, I thought you were going to tell me somebody from Simon he died. Oh no. It's like we uh, we forgot somebody last week. No. Uh... It's just it's just great television though, like super slow mo, face rippled slaps, yeah. jackass camera what technology. What I don't get about it is that it's like you flip a coin for who goes first, and half of the things the guy who goes first knocks the guy out in the first thing, so the other dude didn't even get an opportunity to throw them things. Are there rules, or is it pretty much just like can you sucker slap if somebody looks over their shoulder? No, it's actually it's odd like how rule set it is. Um, and you have to like call before you go which hand right or left and how many seconds so so like uh, right hand three 
I'm going to do it on, on this is three. A game of twister. <laughs> left hand, red. Right hand. Uh, left hand, one. <laughs> which is like when a guy does one, that's some cheap shit where like you don't even count. So the dude doesn't even get a little like warning. Just gets cracked in the face. So dumb. <laughs> so stupid. And I'm recording I every episode. I loved it. It's in my YouTube TV library now. Um, Hell yeah. I mean. Hell yeah! Also, uh... You know that Damar Hamlin dude is like a clone now? What? You know anything about this? Did you watch I the Bills no. uh, Bengals game? No, I didn't. I, I watched it. It was actually a pretty great game. Okay. So. And then at some there point. There was a clone there. He was there. And it is odd. Or was he? We have, a, we have a mutual friend who likes to share these things. And often it's just like the source is like some Nimrod on TikTok who's like just asking a question into his phone. I'm like, you know, you could have typed this question to me. You didn't have to send right. me this idiot asking it to the world. And him asking a question doesn't prove anything. But his presence at the game was shrouded in secrecy, which is very odd. Um, I could send you like a thing. Someone like compiled all the little like appearances sure. during the game. Uh, and he's like constantly, they never show his face. He's like always being covered up. Like running into a room really quick with his face covered. They show him in the box during like the, the Phantom of the Opera. It's <laughs> like why you just had a heart attack or something, right? Yeah. So why is he so secretive? Yeah. About why wouldn't he go on the field like when a baseball player comes out of the dugout and like yeah. waves their hat for the home run? Like, thank yeah. you. Like, why wouldn't you put your hand up? Like, wouldn't, hey, wouldn't that give be it up for me? Normal. All right, send me this clip now. All right. One minute ago, I didn't care, and I was like, I don't care about the fucking clones. Now I need to see this clip. This is. This is <laughs> this is at least it's just all the videos uh, taken like from the game when they would show him and be like, Damar Hamlin is in the building. Quotes in the building. Like, I don't know. Why is why is he need to be secretively in the building? Right, how do I do this? Wouldn't it be easier to like just not even have him there? Nobody would have asked, like, why isn't he back here yet? Like, they understand he just had a medical emergency. Right. So why even bother if you, if you have to go to the lengths of clones or lookalikes imposter actors you got the bluetooth on this fucking thing here oh well i shut it off because we always run into that fucking all problem right. but real, real quick. let's hope it doesn't happen real quick right queeze all right here we go right queeze nose let me get some sound in this bitch building. yes if they show him in the stadium in any capacity it will blow the doors. They won't off though. Of this they did. They'll show like they someone's back. Just showed up. Why? Why like are they all covering him up? And his little brother is there. Oh, oh we great. love to see it. Stay tuned. It's the Bengals. It's the Bengals. The Bengals. It's the Bengals. All right. So two people, three people coming out of the gate, like leaving. And now he's got his head down, hood up, face mask on. Yo, he looks like he's about to turns like, a corner. He looks like he's a uh, worldwide rapper, like walking to the stage with his entourage and like why wearing his stun of shades with his hood up why it's not him dude it doesn't mean it's a clone just first of all how dumb is our first friend? of all how dumb is that we've, we've been <laughs> Could over be this. anybody with his hood up in sunglasses we've been over this with kid boo before a clone is not a human identical human clone a clone is a baby you, a cloning is a real thing, but you make a baby. It has to grow up oh, into an adult Damar Hamlin. Then, where is it? Where is it? So go forward to the, when they show him in the bo in the the box. That's what I saw like live watching the game. He's just like a weird silhouette. Dude, that's hilarious. It's, waving in the box. It's like a blizzard. It's it is a snowing storm. balls. I'll give it that. 
Yeah, but it's why even cut away to this? Yes, it's so it's, mysterious. It's a picture of like the uh, like the silhouette of a window, like just the the wooden slats. He's watching from like, like the a, owner's <laughs> box, and it's just his silhouette. That's all you can see. It's, it's a whiteout snowstorm. Up to Hamlin, how involved he wants to be every day. A That's fucking hilarious. And then they'll show him like uh, he makes gestures. And then there's people who are like, he's making Illuminati gestures or something. Of course he is. Black he's dudes wearing Balenciaga do with their hands. And didn't you know that Balin is the seventh <laughs> demon from the fourth layer? Just because of- you don't know what the black dude doing with his hands, what that means, doesn't mean he's in the Illuminati. They're called gang signs. Yes. <laughs> That's his signature make a heart shape with his hands, though. We've all seen that photo. It's not a heart, though. He's got a lot of heart. It's really not a heart. Just to show up out there with his face covered. So is that his kid or not? Because it was or his so brother? His brother. So like, what? And then, yeah, that's the other thing. Like, Wouldn't you just be using his brother as like a pawn in this big scheme of clones? And which is weird. What a beautiful, triumphant story that galvanized this entire nation. This is, Look, it's probably him. <sighs> It's just odd how shrouded in secrecy. He's probably vain about the fact that he's on an oxygen tank. Or doesn't want to look... I don't know. What kind of like marks can he have from a heart attack? Dude, it's just it's just an outline of him. It's a silhouette through a snowstorm. It's not him. Uh, it's not him, bro. Yeah, I normally never like to just... Like like I said, Here's one people, minute into you telling me this, I'm like retarded. And then I look and I was like, yeah, why wouldn't he just go... Why wouldn't he be actually on film if he was there yeah, to exactly. show the man's face like smiling and waving? It's interesting. I'm interested. He's not a clone. <laughs> we don't have to just jump to he's a clone, he's an alien. Hillary Clinton eats babies. We'll get to that in the Patreon <laughs> I guess, but like, <laughs> like, it doesn't have, You don't have to make that jump to just say it's weird and to ask why is it so secretive? Why can't the public see his face just because he had a heart attack two weeks ago? Here's what happened. I'll tell you right now. He's dead. He, yeah, he's died. And if the world knew That's the that an injury on the field like resulted in the death of a young player, the NFL is going to have nothing but Shit protests and, and lawsuits and backlash. Storm. So though I don't think he's a clone, I do think he's or dead as dirt. they'll have to address that the backs <laughs> killed him. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so everyone's saying that, I think like, it's a bigger deal just for the NFL. I don't even think the world would care if it was the vaccine. Yeah. I think more people would be bothered that like oh, absolutely. no more football or people that don't watch football would come out of the woodwork to be like, I told you it's just they don't care. They get CTE. They don't take care of them. It's a barbaric yeah. sport. People would just be like turning into enemies over this. So now this guy has to at least look like he survived. So the, the theory... Uh, with the people who Dude, also think that he's a clone. He's dead. Is that Can you he, clone a dead guy? He died. Well, yeah. That's how you like clone a woolly mammoth. You find his hair or whatever. Okay. Um, I don't know how cloning works. You just need his hair or something, right? And uh, so they think he's dead. He died already. And they ushered a fake him out because the bills were still in it. Um, and it's this like the guy you hear him in the fucking video the announcer guy he just keeps going and this harrowing story that galvanized the union do you feel galvanized did it galvanize the union it's a fucking football player right, he looks a heart like attack. dark man like have you ever seen the movie <laughs> or like the invisible man you know how you like you, he looks you, like hollow man you, when yeah, he wraps himself by the way those were all three the same reference oh, yeah, same well, say thing hollow man where you <laughs> say the hollow one man that came last in order of all say of the them. one where he rapes a chick I thought it would be that I thought you liked old cinema <laughs> But yeah, you wrap your face in like, like a bandage. Rape cinema. Yeah. <laughs> and you just wear like these big uh Dolce Gabbana looking glasses and you wrap your face so cuz you know, you're invisible. That's you, what he looks like. He showed up the like the invisible man. Um 
So they think now that the Bills have lost and are out of the playoffs, uh, you know, they're going to announce in a few days that he, he's died or whatever. Right. No, and he died leaving this game. It was a snowstorm. It was a freak accident. Freak the car accident. slid off the road. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I don't know, Poe up, I guess. Yeah, let's get to that. R.I.P. Demar Hamlin, I guess. We hardly knew you. Uh, but like you possibly still living. Congratulations athlete. to his clone for a new life. Right. For having the bravery to show face, almost. One door closes, <laughs> another opens. Somebody died, now we're pouring one up in their memory. I'll be like, sheesh. <laughs> David Crosby has bitten the proverbial dust, my friends. I don't have much to say. Y'all I know, know who the man Crosby. is. Everyone knows who he is, but you, I feel like Y'all you know, know his that music. Fat, mustachioed old rock star guy. Yeah, he's the most like uh, visually memorable of the bunch. Of CSNY? Yeah. Big goofy hair and stash. Yep. These other guys are just all clones of one another, if you ask me. He looks like uh, the only one who stands out in the crowd. Dennis Hopper and Easy Rider. <laughs> yeah. Uh, David Crosby was the founding, a founding member of the Birds. Love the Birds. Everybody knows the Birds. You know, Birds aren't real. Should we just go down that road? I got a video I can show you. Never mind, David Crosby. <laughs> Tell me about these Birds that aren't real. Um, that's B Y R D S. By the way, Simon D. Fella, who's wondering. When in doubt, add a Y. Then he um, went on to join Crosby, Stills, Nash with Stephen Stills and Graham Nash. And then Neil Young joined along and took their music off Spotify because Joe Rogan tells right. the truth. Didn't we see Crosby, Stills, and Nash at a music festival once? No, I saw them once. I could have swore I did too. At like Tweeter with my mom huh. and her friend. And when we got there... They had undersold the pavilion, so they gave us free seats. And I was like, I'm going to go on the lawn to not hang out with my mom and her friend. And my brother and, and his friends came later. So I went alone on the lawn as they opened the show. They opened the show with Chimes of Freedom, a Bob Dylan song that the birds used to play. Um, and I didn't have any weed because I went with my mom. I didn't think we were going to get split up. And... I look over on the lawn and there's two old hippies wearing like uh, overalls and shit, like Woodstock fucking hippie guys. And one dude's got one arm and the one arm dude pulls out of his breast pocket on the overalls a bag and he unravels it and it's filled with joints. And he makes eye contact with me and he waves me over and he gives with me With his one. good arm. With his, with his <laughs> only <laughs> arm. <laughs> he, he sets yeah, the phantom bag down limb waved me. And waves me. And uh, he gave me a joint. And what I loved about it was he, like, shooed me off to go smoke it alone. He was like, yeah. I'm not welcoming you to hang out with us. Because he was a grown man, right? Yes. Yeah. It's a, it's a weird look because you were, what, 14? I guess, yeah. I wasn't even thinking yeah. about that part. So what's weirder, <laughs> to give drugs to a kid and then be like, skedaddle, or to be smoking with a teenager, you know? I guess to say skedaddle, you know? Yeah. At least if you smoke with me, you can pass down some old man wisdom or something. Right. Um, later in that show, it was the only joint I got, and second set, I was desperate for a buzz, so I bummed a cigarette, even though I don't smoke cigarettes. Oh, yeah, those will get you fucking lit up. And my mom, at that point, had come to the lawn to check on me, uh, and at this point, my brother and his friends had joined. Uh, so she walks up just as I'm lighting up a cigarette, 
and then, like for like, Again, like what's years, worse, your mom to catch you smoking a joint. I never smoke <laughs> or a cigarette. And for years, it was so hard to convince my mom. Like I don't smoke cigarettes. You saw me that one time because I'm a fiend. And I didn't have a buzz going. Yeah, I'm such a fucking reefer addict. <laughs> <laughs> I smoke cigs. <laughs> anyway, uh, David Crosby and Steven Stills performed. What this. is my memory? It was awesome. I clearly made up in my head because I could. I can like. That's the only time I ever saw them. And Neil Young. I feel like they were at a like Ten Thousand Lakes or a nah. something or other. Well, like Not that. In my memory. That's the thing, though. You also forgot we saw I Willie wouldn't Nelson together. CSNY though, I was a huge fan. Dude, then. you're a bigger Willie Nelson fan, and now, you literally forgot. But when we saw him, I didn't care. I liked them back then. Okay, because back then I wouldn't have. Cared, I wasn't but into I Willie. I know that they were legends, and I thought we caught some. Like 2008 when we saw him. I guess we'll never know. We when have I no saw them, brain cells left. Fucking Neil Young's ass like took over. The only way he would do the show, Neil's young ass, <laughs> is he would. Uh, I thought his ass looked younger. <laughs> The only way he would do the show is at the time uh, Bush was president and he just put out like a Bush protest album. So he's like, I'll do the tour if the second set can be my whole album that no one cares about. So we, Super had, to, lame. we had to sit through that shit. All right. Well, long winded explanation. Yeah. Yeah. Of David says he was working on a planned tour and new album up to the day he died. Collaborators say. Uh, Crosby was active literally to the end and giddy about going over set lists and concert logistics hours before he died. Um, and they're talking about, yeah, it sounds like he was recording like Damn. the day before he died too. So workhorse. I watched this um, Grateful Dead documentary about the the Winterland was a venue. Maybe he worked himself to death. Um, in California. And I remember somebody in the documentary told a story about like it's a uh, sound check uh, they were on stage and they were checking the sound and David Crosby was standing in the audience, like in an empty audience, just like listening to the sound check. It's this old archaic building in California that's not even there anymore. It's been destroyed, but uh, he's watching the sound check and he he like walked away and not like a minute after he walked away, a chunk of plaster fell from the ceiling and landed right where he was standing. Would have probably killed him. Damn. <sighs> so... Well, something killed him. So we hardly knew you. <laughs> um, sorry, I got distracted because there's this video in the corner of Michael J. Fox fucking doing the jitterbug across the screen here. And all... Yeah, Anyways. he's making the rounds, talking <laughs> about how he's a drunk with Parkinson's or something. God bless. It's real sad. Oh, man. The day we have to pull up for Marty, it's going to be a tough one. Doc! Um, all right. Who else is on the list this week? I made it up on Kill Tony. <laughs> what? <laughs> you ever heard this? No. Michael Lehrer. How do you say it? Yep. Lehrer. Lehrer. Yeah. I'll let you take the reins on this one. Sure. I sort of teased it like a month ago because right, follow him on Instagram. Bad. No, no, no. I'll turn it down. This you is a keep dumb song. song. It's fire. Um, yeah, he was, uh, you know, viewers of the Kill Tony show will, will know who he is, but maybe not many other folks. But comedian who uh, I thought was going to die even earlier because he's been talking about doing like a uh, assisted suicide for right. a while. And I think he went to actually 
um, like go through with that months plug. ago, and then he didn't, and then he went on the show a few more times, or whatever. You could just tell that his he had ALS, and it was like getting worse. You could usually tell if someone has ALS. Right. <laughs> you could tell. Um, but no, he had. I think he was diagnosed five or six years ago. But he was a comedian um, for years before that, not stand up, but improv, and he was in Chicago, Second City. Uh, I know this also because Tony says the same exact thing every time he brings somebody on stage for every yes, episode. You've heard this intro a hundred yeah. times. You know him. He left. He, he said no to SNL. He came from Chicago's second city. But yeah, he got uh, Lou Gehrig's disease. Um, and after that, found himself uh, on the show, which is a show where it's basically an open mic meets like a, a roast. They, they have a bucket full of names where comedians can sign up and do a minute of time. And Michael went on the show, whatever it was, five years ago or something, and just killed Tony. Yeah, it's 60 seconds to do comedy in front of a panel of comedians. Um, it's very rare that that someone is good enough to fucking hit. Yeah, uh, especially somebody who's like it's, has it's, a tough time speaking and their, their own like nervous system is attacking them from the inside and they're in a wheelchair. Yeah, just Shut run up. song again for me, please, one time. Um, anyways, um, yeah, he died last week, and I think he went through with that assisted suicide thing. He might have gone to Oregon, where it's a little more legal mm -hmm. to do something like that. Um, but yeah, the late com uh, comedian's life partner and caretaker, Colette Montag, told the Chicago Sun-Times, Michael died with dignity on his own terms. Uh, medical aid in dying was the hardest decision he ever made. Uh, according to the ALS Association, uh, Amyotrophic lateral sclerosis, ALS, uh, is an always also known as Lou Gehrig's disease. What sucks too is like this next quote. It's it just it's heavy. It's an always fatal <laughs> neurodegenerative uh, disease in there, which a person's brain loses connection with their muscles. There is always no, fatal. There is no cure. So it's like even for the years he was doing, he became a regular on the show. So some people who are good enough get like invited back to come and do another episode and then another and then they'll just be like you know what why don't you do every episode right. and they have like a little arsenal of regulars that rotate over the years on the show but i think i talked about how two years ago when our buddy keith passed away i had sort of just found out about the kill tony show and it was one of those things where i could only like be sad and think about my dead friend right. and I was crying like daily at some point it was, it was for a, the entire week and then like it was a great escape that would be the thing where I could Shut like the great escape I could uh, yeah just kind of turn off for two hours and just watch these funny people distract me from what is a, a terrible tragic life situation um, so yeah that was kind of my intro now to it's the show. come full circle yeah. and the show has turned into a terrible tragic life situation um, but it was it's not like a, a big surprise <laughs> no you know? not at all and the uh, you know the first time he came on, I know he had some material about like it was shortly after the ice bucket challenge. This was like five or six years ago when he finally got on the show, right? Which was created to uh, generate awareness about ALS, right? And he had a joke about like where the fuck did all the money go? Like right. I, my, I'm sitting in a three thousand dollar chair. Where's the money? <laughs> um, but we also got a chance to see him live. And I feel like lucky that we had the chance. Uh, Definitely when we saw Kill Tony. Uh, after our Texas shows in, I guess, what was it? Not last year, the year prior? 2001? 2001. No, no, never forget. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it might be tough. I guess we could play a little snippet, but remember, you're listening to somebody with ALS. This just happens to be from the episode uh, we were at, and the dude is legitimately, was legitimately um, hysterical. Ladies and gentlemen, I present to you one of the great comedians of Kill Tony history, the one and only Michael Lair, ladies and gentlemen. Here he is. <laughs> 
diagnosed with Lou Gehrig's disease just a few years ago. Started doing stand-up comedy. For real, though, this Turned dude, like, threw a always fatal neurodegenerative or whatever that word was, disease. Uh, he just did more and was, like, more successful than a lot of comics, you know? Like, remember that girl that um, said that Louis C.K. jacking off in front of her, like, broke her comedy spirit, like, her spirit to do comedy? Turns out it didn't. Or, like, at least that's what she told herself. What is she doing? I just mean, like, uh... No, I'm just saying, like, try... You, you can get over it. If this fucking exactly. guy could get over Would what was stopping him... Would you rather someone jerk off in front of you or be diagnosed with ALS? Yeah. You gotta you choose out, one lady. to break your comedy spirit. Uh, so this was just from the episode we were at where we got to see Michael. Yeah. Hey, yo. I'm going to the Paralympics. I'm not competing. I'm just gonna hang out at Paralympic Village and scoop up all the pussy that deaf guys don't get. <laughs> Being deaf should not qualify you for the Paralympics. It's not a disability enough. I. Having the gout is the worst disability than being deaf. Oh yeah, this is gout. Ironically, he sounds like he's for deaf. Sure. <laughs> Lot of me, man. You're hobbling to the bathroom like on broken glass, and you know what I mean. But like being deaf, that's not a disability. You know, a lot of people, they're like, Michael, you have such an amazing story to tell, but it's like Chinese water torture hearing you say. <laughs> have you ever considered writing some shit down once in a while? But that's all right, because my disease has brought me back to my youth. And what I mean is, my hands don't work for masturbating anymore. So I'm back to fucking the couch cushions. <laughs> but you know what? When you get this sick, you find out what really is important. And honey child, let me tell you, it ain't friends and family. <laughs> It's winning. Winning is important is that every motherfucking comedian in that bucket, standing in those hog pens in the back, know that on my worst day, they couldn't hold my motherfucking jug. Wow, look at R.I.P. Michael Lehrer. But yeah, sucks. You could find clips of him doing comedy before the ALS. Mm -hmm. I, I think he started stand-up like six months before he uh, had his appearance for the first time on this show. So Crazy. like, he went from, I don't know, 
having the like the universe tell him you're not going to be able to do this comedian dream shit anymore right you can't you're, you can't be a sketch actor like you're wheelchair bound and he's like all right well i'm still gonna like write material and f- get a microphone in my hand you can see his hands like shaking and stuff because like not because he's nervous because he has a uh, a disease where his muscles don't know what the fuck's going on with his body mm-hmm. um and yeah to still like do that and get like uh i don't know it's cool that he was able to do as much as he did for yeah and to be celebrated the card deck being so going stacked out. against him you know yeah um yeah, he talks to about in his material about you know he likes he's a partier. I don't think the wheelchair stopped him from hitting a little cocaine and alcohol and what have you from time yeah. to time. Uh, so yeah, went out on his own terms. To, like, it just it sounds like him. it got way worse the last couple of years. You That's know? what ALS does. It just yeah. uh, it progresses and it gets worse until your brain can't tell your body to breathe anymore. Um. It's, well, it's yeah, like rather than let the it worst win. disease known yeah. to man. I Always think. fatal. Uh, well, I guess we could do a shot here. Just start there. We'll start there. There's more to go, though. More oh, there come. is. Yeah, I guess I didn't need to play that much Michael Lair, but, you know, no moving, time limit here. Moving on. We hardly knew you, Michael. Yeah. Any minute now. <laughs> Any minute. <laughs> His name is Al Brown. Remember this guy? Yeah. I feel like I just saw him in something else. Dude wasn't from the Wire. Dude from the Wire. Yeah. Actor Al Brown, best known for his role as Colonel Stan Valchek on the HBO hit series The Wire, died January 13th in Las Vegas. Complications due to Alzheimer's. Alzheimer's. Hello. Alzheimer's. Al has Alzheimer's. Hello. He's a clone. <laughs> he was dead this whole time. It was a fax. <laughs> um, what, did it, what did it say? How old was he? Keep him in the hole. Down in the hole. They're gonna put him in a hole. Jesus. Down in a hole. I am sad to let you know that the angels came for Al yesterday morning said his talent manager in a statement. May his memory be a blessing to his family, his friends, and each of you R.I.P. Al we hardly knew ye you think Al was short for Alan because there's somebody who's just we had Al and now there's Lynn nice <laughs> worst segue ever that was awful <laughs> I had no idea where you were going with that one no Lynn Bramer I'm gonna give Lynn Bramer a fucking rockin' tune <laughs> yeah dude something XRT would be proud of uh, Chicago's radio. Chicago's radio's fucking idiot. You suck. Ed, nope. <laughs> uh, Chicago radios. Lynn Bramer, a longtime WXRT DJ, has died at 68. 93 XRT. Yeah, for the non-locals, uh, it's a pretty popping station. I hate the XRT. It's pretty popping for you know. I would say our parents, or at least my mom. Every like ten songs, you might hear something good. Here's like a rule. 
that I've like discovered on XRT. If you ever hear a good song on XRT, the next song will suck balls. Yeah. That's the way it works. I've never heard a good song on XRT followed up by a good song. Uh, it rarely happens on the radio in general. Little known fact, our friend Dylan, who's come on the podcast many times, one of his breakthrough jobs in the industry. Yeah, it turned him into a XRT. hipster. Yeah. <laughs> XRT turned him into a hipster. The hipster was already in there. It just brought it to the surface. Suddenly, Florence and the Machines, your favorite band. You're working at XRT. <laughs> what happened? Um, yeah, I've been listening. Uh, I listen to the radio a lot when I drive. Yeah. Um, and they've been, they've been memorializing Lynn all day. Uh, the 68-year-old had previously spoken publicly about his treatment for prostate cancer. And Sunday morning, uh, fellow XRT host and friend Terry Hemmert informed listeners of his death and said, uh, Terry! In a statement, um, we must inform you we lost our best friend and uh, he, he fought cancer as long as he could. He passed early this morning peacefully with his wife and son by his side. Um, and he had been on the air since 1991, morning drive host until 2020, when he became a midday host. R.I.P. Lynn. Al, Lynn, Alan. We hardly knew both of ye. Hardly knew yees. <laughs> um, this song is uh, featuring Jay Briscoe, who's a pro wrestler who died. So throw him in there, too. Throw him in the mix. He's really on this song? Yeah, it says featuring Jay Briscoe. I don't know what he's doing. Did he die this week or he been dead? Oh, he died this week. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like that a little overlap. A little seg- that was a better segue than mine. Right. <laughs> um, moving on. Lucille Randon. Lucille. Too old. She's too old. Um, also known as Sister Andre, world's oldest person, has died. You know what's fun about the world's oldest person dying? Is now there's a new world's oldest person. There's always a world's oldest person. Yeah. So did the Somebody world's oldest person really die? Somebody else gets their day really in die? the sun. Uh-huh. Granted, they won't see the sun tomorrow. <laughs> Which is fitting, because they most likely look like a raisin. <laughs> Lucille Randon was a shade under 119. I think they said in the article, 118 years and like 340 days. Almost made it. Just almost made it. Does it matter? No. If you're 118, does Dude, it matter if you get to 119? And it was barely like. Gives a shit. If I weren't doing a trip that was nice for, it, wouldn't even really registered. Yeah. Well, your day is the worst day in American history, so your birthday doesn't matter. Right. It's January 6th. Oh my God, dude. We watched that. We'll, we'll talk more about it later. That fucking documentary, and they show the clip of Kamala Harris, and she's like, uh, Nine, Pearl Harbor. Pearl Harbor. 9/11. January, <laughs> January 6th. 6th. What a like, dumb shut bitch. Shut the fuck up. What an idiot. Yeah, it was, uh, we'll talk on the Patreon episode about yeah, This we, Place Rules. We watched a doozy. Um, it's fun. It's not very informative, it's but no, it's fun. It's no Cujo. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's as ra- it's more rabid. <laughs> Way more rabid. I think, um, I think Bats bit a bunch of these people, too. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> What's crazy about Cujo is it really is just Batman, but it's the dog. No, it's, it's, bat, it's, it's bat COVID, dog. dude. Yeah. Bat virus. Sure. That's what that's what Cujo had. But before had. COVID, they had Batman. Like Batman was around before Cujo, right? Like yeah, obviously. Yeah, cuz Adam West and I all think that. Stephen King really just phoned it in. He's like instead of a human, what if it was a dog? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's like, so sad. The opening scene he just sticks his head in a hole like and it, the hole is a bat cave. He's chasing a rabbit. 
Rabbit runs rabid. in a hole, puts his head in the hole, and a bat bites him. That's, right, that's that, the whole setup for Cujo. It's not supernatural at all. Yeah, I guess it's different because Cujo didn't go on to like protect Gotham City. He just started like you're, trying to eat children. You're wrong, though. Because your understanding of Batman is is false. You're I just said up, it. it's not the same. <laughs> you're mixing up Batman and Spider-Man. Spider-Man was bit by a spider, got the powers of spiders. Batman's just a rich guy who pays for like military. Grade yeah, but bats are involved. Armor. I saw the fucking he Christian Bale in the fucking hole, and then there was bats or whatever. Yeah, he just has this like lab in a cave that has bats in it. But he wasn't. He was never bit look, by a bat. Look, your office is in a bat cave. You're gonna get bit. It's the thing about You're not Batman. Convince me, Batman wasn't bit by a bat at some point. That always stood out to me as a kid with all the superheroes. Text. There's not anything super about Batman. He's just rich, and yeah, with but, his billions of dollars, he has military like never heard of technology to fight off bad guys. Okay, I got jab. <laughs> Look, I don't know what Batman is. <laughs> yeah, Bruce. Bruce Wayne's just a rich guy. Uh, anyways, who, who's the next one? Okay, hold on. Um, moving along. Oh, this is a Move fun along. one. We're going to go to OJ to Juice Man for the soundtrack. Swag. Of this. I'll be like, sheesh. Uh, obituary. R.I.P. Chris Ford. Legendary Boston Celtic who scored the first three-pointer in NBA history. No, uh Yeah. I feel like I should have heard about this one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're Never lacking, dude. Never heard of the Chris Ford. Act lack. Um... Chris Ford. Well, uh, the, the website I use is very brief, so that's all I have. Hey, well, <laughs> I, I thought you were going to give me. I was going to say let's keep it brief, but I guess that's it. 1949 way, to 19 or 2023. We are trying way too hard with our music. Three pointer, three, three point, three pointer. He made the first three pointer. This is spot on. No, no, no. Not trying hard with the. Oh, we're trying the too Palmer hard. The Palmer Squares, like not the podcast person. I get you. I've been working on tunes no, we lately. We're back in the lab, you guys. We need uh, to dumb it down. Bats in here. <laughs> <laughs> three pointer. Cujo, Cujo. I'll be Cujo. like Cujo. Rabbit dog. Call me Cujo. Cujo. All right, that'll be on Square Tactics too. <laughs> We'll get uh, that Joker guy on the song. All right, so he's dead. He's going to drop way too many N-bombs for three white guys on a song. Um, well, he'll drop you know, enough for us. I got one. I don't think this is a celebrity, but it somehow came across my radar. Okay, wait. And it's not Sidney Poitier. That already happened. Yeah, why is his picture on this article? <laughs> Remembering those we lost last year. Um, somehow the video for who we lost this year. I'm pulling up Coco Kazi. Yeah, uh, rapper dies after police standoff. What we know about the death of Coco Kazi. Coca. Coca. Nah. Coca Kazi. All right, once again. I got jab. Fucking idiot. I don't. You blew it. Um. This is God and Gang by Coca Kazi. Mm. I'd be like, shush. Joker. Joker gang. Uh, a person allegedly involved in a police standoff in North Little Rock, Arkansas. It's a person. A person stranded. Uh, January 18th has died, police said. The police have not released the person's name, but the person is reportedly Joseph Serial Smith, uh, a rapper who performs by the name Coca Kazi, a Twitter user who claimed to be... This is so like vague. It's like a person who allegedly... like We've heard by people that they died, and the Twitter user who claimed... 
He's like, I don't know if any of this is true. Yeah, where's my Damar so Hamlin clone article? <laughs> uh, Twitter user this who is all it takes. Tokakazi's cousin confirmed the rapper died. Um, on January, oh, I'm sorry, January 18th, just before 2 a.m., North Little Rock police were called to North Locust Street to respond to a disturbance with a weapon. The police department said in a press release, we don't trust him. Uh, authorities were told a person involved had a weapon. It's a person. <laughs> I'm pretty, and that person over there is a person. <laughs> uh, they quickly located the suspect and removed a victim from the residence. Um, suspect allegedly shot at police officers from inside the house. Uh, and then the person then came outside reportedly pointing his weapon at police, authorities said. I mean, the, yeah, I'm not buying yeah, it. Yeah, is it fuck 12 or what? He's like, dead already. He's a clown. Uh, I don't. I don't buy it for a second. Coppers, um, North Little Rock officer shot their weapon at the suspect. Ran back into the, and the suspect ran back into the house, and the special ops unit and crisis negotiation team helped uh, upon arrival, but they could not contact the suspect. Yada yada yada. Shot at the cops. Cops shot back and uh, died from injuries from that. Yeah. I think the vax killed him. <laughs> It's gonna rhyme this with. No way. <laughs> really sucks, man. It's like I don't wanna <laughs> have really carte blanche suck, to say the man. word. No, no, no. It's just like we can never. There's just rhymes that fall flat because we can't say it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's not fair. You're not being fair. You're not being <laughs> fair. <laughs> All right, moving. I want to rhyme about triggers. Um, Dick. I was. I'm torn on which song to use for this one, but I'm gonna go, go with, with your gut. I'm gonna go with my gut here. I'm going to have to skip ahead, too, to make you it. You already killed it with three-pointer and whatever that last one was. And uh, I'm going to kill Tony. Demonic. You're going to burn in hell. Not wishing that he's burning in hell. But R.I.P. Robbie Knievel. Did you hear about this, dude? I didn't know fucking Robbie Knievel died. He's not the evil one. It's his son. Bob Knievel. <laughs> Bobby! No. Evil Knievel's son. Vax or cool stunt? I'm going to say... <laughs> you know what I'm going to say. Stunt Vax. <laughs> that was a stunt. <laughs> the Vax was a stunt. Perpetrated <laughs> on all of us. He rolled his motorcycle into a Walgreens. <laughs> You're never going to believe this. Uh, he successfully jumped over the fountains at Caesar's Palace in Las Vegas, uh, following in his father's footsteps. Robbie Knievel. I remember watching Robbie Knievel do stunts. Robbie. I also remember uh, Twisted Sister and uh, Pee Wee's Big Adventure doing this song. <laughs> You're gonna burn in hell. <laughs> that sucks. Um, I'm I'm assuming. He didn't like plunge to his death on a motorcycle, unfortunately. Let's find out. We need a cause of death for Robbie. Gonna burn in hell. All right, Robbie. Like I don't. Th I'm sure it wasn't some some motorcycle stunt, but like that's it's like Steve Irwin dying uh, by a stingray. Right. What the fuck. We all expected not that to take you out. So what was the unexpected cause for Robbie? Um. Wow. He had a litany eaten by a crocodile. Oh, <laughs> yeah, dude. Um. He had a litany of issues here. Uh. The cause. He's spawned by pure evil, dude. Of course he is. Was pancreatic cancer. 
Didn't you just mention, uh, wasn't that Lynn? Uh, it might have been prostate, but either way, yes. Uh, Piss, shit, same thing. <laughs> <laughs> and then it says, like, also uh, diabetes, idiopathic pulmonary fibrosis, incurable lung disease. Like, this Always dude was fatal fucked. lung disease. This dude was fucked. Yeah, I guess, like, uh, um, jumping over things on a motorcycle and shattering all the bones in your body is not, not great for your health. Whatever... Whatever I contract, you know, whatever gets me. I just hope it's not in the always fatal category. Like, even cancer is not always fatal. Always fatal in you know what I mean? Philadelphia. There's people that can have the it removed. That's why I was like ALS earlier. I said it's the worst. Yeah. I'd rather have cancer, for sure. There's yeah, treatments. You should only get cancer. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there's, there's treatments. There's a chance uh, with cancer. There is no chance with ALS. There's, yeah, there's no just, chemotherapy for ALS. There's just the clock winding down f- before you have like no faculties. And even when we played that clip of Michael Lehrer, like that was fairly coherent sometimes, towards like the last appearance I had seen him do yeah, anyways. Sometimes it's more, it goes quicker. Sometimes, you know, people get more time, Yeah. but you will always get to a point where like you can't speak, you can't walk, you can't eat. With yourself, and then finally, like yeah. you can't breathe. Your body is as just soon as like, Michael couldn't do coke anymore. He's like, "That's, <laughs> that's it. it, fuck it." I'm gonna split. Uh, are we at the end of the list here? Um, I really thought we were gonna get to highly recommended on the on the first half. We got one more. We may not. One more. Yeah. Um, Load it up. Okay. Anton walks. I'm gonna split. Yet another <laughs> Anton split. Young. In shape, soccer player dies from cloning mishap. That's not a drum uh, a machine roll. Gun. <laughs> a machine gun fire. I was trying to get a drum roll. No, that was definitely an AK. That sucked. All right, let's try again. Died from. Injury sustained in a boating accident. How old was this feller? Uh, let's see. Anton. It's like, that's Walks. how Robbie should have died. Like, jumping his boat over Caesars. I think in his 20s. He was young. Yeah. 25. Well, that sucks shit. Yeah. You know why the boat crashed, though? Because he fainted from the vax. it was sponsored by Pfizer. <laughs> it was the SS Pfizer. <laughs> <laughs> I like the drum roll, though. We might need to keep this in the pad. This is like 20 second drum roll is too long. No, that's that's we need it. Uh, the longer the better, dude. <laughs> Wait for the drop. Oh, an accident. <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right, yeah, that's it. Uh, did you pull up? I do. I have another little guy here. Are we so. poed? We're poed. All you right. want to try and squeeze in highly wreck, or should we? Um... Yeah, I mean, I don't have to go crazy on it. Please don't. I'll say this. I know nothing about the album. There is no info about the album. All right. Well, I'm going to just cue the music while we shoot this. Let's go. Uh-oh. Highly recommended. Uh, now I'd like to play a song that I think is one of my favorites. It's called Here Comes That Rainy Day. Sick uh, cover art. This dweeb. Dweeb. I mean, does he not have dweeb face? How dare you call Benny Goodman a dweeb? Benny was a good man. <laughs> Benny! Benny! And the dweeb face. This week's highly recommended album 
comes from none other than jazz legend Benny Goodman and his sextet. Benny Dweebface Goodman. <laughs> Dweebface. <laughs> Benny! Oh. Dweebface! We really walk the line. <laughs> Uh, with the 2022 release. I was just about to ask, is he still alive? But I think you just gave me my answer. Called Alone Together. No, Benny Goodman has been dead for many, many years. But it was released? Many, many gay men. Um, Benny Goodman died June 13th, 1986. Oh, you didn't say posthumous release. Known as the king. Of dweeb face. <laughs> of swing. <laughs> Uh, no, it's just a, uh, jazz legends are always having, like, albums, especially of live recordings, get released here and there. I got jazz. I could not find any information on this album, when, when this recording's from, what city it's in, uh, but it's, it's glorious. It is glorious. Uh, here's my notes. In this incredible performance... Benny and his sextet serenade the audience with astonishing renditions of some of the loveliest standards known to jazz. Bunch of standout solos, too. Um, Wayne Andre's lulling trombone on the song You've Changed. Warren Vache's trumpet. Cal Collins' long and winding guitar solo on How Long Has This Been Going On? The album is jam-packed with packed jams. <laughs> um, here's That Rainy Day, which is the song we're listening to right now, is my favorite track on the album. I have listened to it many, many times over the past week. I'm obsessed with this song. It's just like, it's beautiful. Is this not beautiful? I mean, you just get obsessed this with way different styles of songs than me. Is this not like glorious music? Mmm. I've been obsessed with Code of Blue 31 by J.I.D. It's just not <laughs> in the same ballpark. <laughs> Very music for a rainy day type of shit. You know what I'm saying? Um, everybody knows Benny Goodman. Everybody knows Sing, Sing, Sing. All, everybody doesn't. You I've know seen Sing, this guy's dweeby face in my life. You're about to hear a song that we all know. Dude, Term looks like Michael J. Fox over here shaking around to this shit. Here it comes. Oh, yeah, everybody knows this. Oh, it's the fucking Chips Ahoy song. You didn't say it. Chips Ahoy song. Why didn't you tell me what. The Chips Ahoy song. I totally forgot about that commercial. Yeah, everybody knows Benny Goodman. <laughs> Dude, those cookies were good, yeah, man. Everyone eats chips away. <laughs> uh, this this version of Sing 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 is ten minutes long, uh, one of the best that exists. And I'm just gonna swing ahead over. So this to, is just his rendition of a classic song. Well, this He's, is his song. Okay, this is Benny Goodman's song. Gotcha. Uh, but this uh, bass solo. Turn this up mm. with the guy mm. doing a little. Uh, <laughs> like that. It sounds like it's a cello, but it's a guy's voice. I think it's a bass. Is that really not a voice? He's he's doing the notes with his voice along with gotcha. the, the bass. Doing, doing, doing. 
I feel like Term's gonna be a great dad. Cause he's gonna just show his kids stuff like this and be able to like tickle his belly while he goes like bang, doing, doing, doing. And a kid is gonna love that. Ring, ding, Me, ding, a grown ding, man? Ding, ding. I don't know. <laughs> don't like it. Bing, ding, I don't hate it, it's terrible. <laughs> I don't know where I put that. I don't hate it, I just don't like it at Found all. It. And yeah, do you throw a little pooter on there? I've learned how to play the pooter in recent weeks. And Acumental on the pooter. I think I can get a squeaker out of it. Hold up, watch this. Still working on it. There you go, I got the squeakers. I got the big splat. <laughs> Benny, good man. We're part of the sextet. Benny and sextet. Um, other highlights on the album include Don't Be That Way, Stomping at the Savoy. Savoy? The Savoy is a legendary jazz club. I love Benny's little uh, flute or clarinet intro here. I talked over it. Listen to this. Oh. Um, alone Together, You've Changed, Tangerine. I said it before, it's a shame you don't make beats. Cause like you, it is a big shame. Yeah, just do that, because you know all the fucking deep cuts. I will. There's something in there. It's going to happen. Um, and There's another one. How long has this been going on with Cal Collins's long and winding guitar solo? Yeah, it's a great album. I wish there was like more information. I wish I knew like what year it was recorded. Um... Yeah, I guess I guess just yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, with City. Um, is this the last song on your list here? Uh, this is like my last highlight, and then uh, "Send in the Clowns" is also great. Uh, this is the outro goodbye, where he'll uh, fill us in on the the lineup. Dweeb face, it's hilarious. <laughs> I mean, come on. Look at his face. Benny Goodman was like the biggest. He was like the uh, like white dude of jazz. He was the biggest white dude. <laughs> he of jazz. was like the Elvis of jazz. He, he like, took from the African Americans. Not even, not even though. And he left him. In he his contributed dust. his own original elements to to jazz music and and made a huge contribution to jazz music and the big band. He was the the godfather of like the big band swing jazz uh, music. He was like the Cujo of jazz. <laughs> um, the album is Alone Together. And the group is the Benny Goodman Sextet. All righty. Well, I'm not going to go into the whole. Highly recommend it, my friends. I'm not going to cue the fan question song, but I say we do one fan <laughs> question. And then we switch over and we do a lot more. I concur. I'm trying to squeeze in all of the original TPS reports old format into the still. Just make it concise and then we'll just wing it and yeah. talk about some goofy shit over there. Patreon.com. Wingy. <laughs> uh, Patreon.com slash Palmer Squares is where we're going next. Again, next week we're going to um, stop making the second halves free. So five bucks a month. We'd appreciate it. Also, I realized uh, probably to Terms Chagrin, there are four or five old audio posts 
like on Patreon, I didn't even realize this. We should have been doing this years ago. But when you post a, a, an audio post, it goes to the feed like like it's a podcast post. Audio post. Like like our episodes. However, we didn't have episodes we were posting on Patreon years ago, but we did put out like um uh the first draft of Hungover Joint on this different drow beat. Really? Remember, we like, yeah, yeah, we did it as like, we released some stuff as like bonus content and extras if we met our Patreon goals years past. So yes. I realized some of those are still in there. So when you sign up, uh, not that you necessarily give a shit, but um, yeah, as soon as you sign up, you're able to take the feed and put it like wherever you want and listen to, well, not wherever, but like Downcast, uh, Overcast, Apple Podcasts. There's a handful of apps that you can just never have to go to Patreon again, you know? Just listen to it in a podcast app, and I think that's the, the way to do it. Um, but yeah, there's like, uh, remember Peekaboo Diaper by Granny Poon? I do. That's a post. I do. <laughs> that song is... So that's uh, like posted on the podcast as an episode it's, it's still up on the feed and there were some other I ones see. that i deleted that like old like little snippets of yeah, five-year-old podcasts but i kept a couple up that uh it's fun there's like yeah it's just like a little extra incentive if you want to fucking so um, dumb when you sign up there is like the grimy greg outtakes from finna like uh-huh. he just did a whole track of saying hilarious shit out there. and we took some of it so yeah i just wanted to promote that there's um a few extra things I forgot about. So you're not only getting the podcast, but I don't know, probably over an hour of some bonus content. And you want to hear the, the draft of hungover joint from fucking 10 years ago that didn't make in context. Uh, also a little pro tip for the folks. Uh, once they sign up for Patreon, if you use it like I do it and you put it in the podcast app, like Apple Podcasts, you'll have TPS reports and then you'll have the other feed for the Patreon reports right next to each other. So as soon as you like start the first half, this half, once you're playing it, like I like to just go over uh, to the second half of a show and hit play next. That way there is really no three clicks. You don't have to go and, and, and fuck around in the middle of a show. It'll just keep playing it through uh, after the outro song. So... Um, I think I'm just trying to... I, words I, of wisdom, Lloyd. I didn't get any, words of wisdom. any questions from the patrons this week. I'm going to start what? poking them, make them fucking, fucking submit questions. Ingrates. Um, but I was fielding some like uh, some questions and concerns just from folks where they I want it to work for everybody. There's some folks that listen to it in their own different way that isn't just on an app or whatever. So... Uh, yeah, that's a for the folks that want to just take two feeds and put them in the same app. It's probably the easiest way to uh, consume both halves of the show. And then as soon as you start half one, just click over to half two and hit play next. Hit the little three dots and it'll say play next. So then it's already in line. And as soon as that uh, intermission song ends, the second half starts. So couldn't be fucking easier. Hope you guys, uh, you know, continue to support the show. Uh, and yeah, if you want one of these fucking shapes vinyls. And you want to hear the American Psycho Junkyard track early? Uh-huh. These are all things the patrons get, you guys. Uh-huh. It's only five bucks. Throw us a freaking bone here. Um, but yeah, that's all. Here's one question from Timpani Coco Guy. Uh, and I am using this as a little wait, 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 wait. shameless plug. Wait, wait. All right. Do you have a Timpani drum roll? <laughs> this is just a gun. Here, I do. Hey dudes, why do you pick Square Tactics for a sequel? Is there any specific reason beyond the 10-year anniversary and Dro making the beats? Uh, and does that project hold a special place in y'all's hearts? Lastly, do fans need to know the original to get Square Tactics 2? I'm excited to listen and hope you guys have a good year. Smooches, Timothy Coco Guy. 
Um, it's so not, no, it's not a movie. It's not a concept album. Yeah. <laughs> it's not. It's a, not a sequel like in that regard. Where, no. uh, I didn't see the first one. First of all, though, track you've one. heard the first. I'm one, totally right? lost. Um, no, it is the 10 year anniversary thing. That's mostly it. And much like how we uh, did Napalm with Nate Kiz for a five year anniversary of Spooky Language, we were talking about doing that for years before we did it. Like uh, working with Nate was something we talked about like a, a few years after Spooky. Um, and it was just like finding the, the, the place in our schedule to, to devote to something like that. And right. Dro's been sending his beats like <coughs> just on and off for as long as we've known him for over 10 years. And specifically just a bunch of shit, not shit, heaters, good beats from Dro, new stuff for like the, through COVID and all that, the last three to four to five years. And we've talked, uh, casually about doing a, another project together and then it just happens to so line up i wish we could have like dropped the project on the 10 year anniversary yeah, you know me too. but <coughs> i'll take the announcement uh you know no harm no foul we're back working on something <coughs> and we have like it's all on us at this point because dro has laid the foundation we have lots of beats we've already drafted a few songs so uh and we need to write many many more uh, and yeah, they might not all make it. Some of them many, might turn, might turn out like man. the fucking hungover <laughs> draft. Uh, what is that from? Uh, there's something about Mary's like highway rest ups or the <laughs> right. meeting point for many, many gay men. Um, but yeah, just like that first post on the Patreon <laughs> feed, that's uh, this unused they cutting are room floor draft of uh, hungover joint. To the bathhouses of the 90s. <laughs> We're going to try and like make a lot of music this year, and then maybe it'll be out by the end of the year, but uh, either way, that's the, our priority this year, is just make new songs on Dro Beats, and the 10-year anniversary of Tactics has already passed, but Dro's just been the homie, he's got great stuff, and uh, we've been sitting on shit for years. Yeah. So... Uh, that's mostly that. That's uh, I shit my pants. <laughs> and then I in said, twenty fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> I've been sitting on shit for years. Um, so there's that. And I guess real quick, we could fucking throw these plugs. No point in plugging on the Patreon because that's what we're trying to plug. Is the fucking Patreon? Go over there. Sign up. Five bucks a month. Uh, locking it down. Starting next week. And you're gonna want to get one of those Planet of the Shapes vinyl. Uh, I, I think. We're going to be putting them out, uh, Patreon pre-sale and the public release an hour later on Friday, February 3rd, next week, next Friday, uh, for the layman. Um, but I think that we're going to have like the first hundred or as, I guess, as long as it takes the hour of people uh, getting them on Patreon, it'll have a signed insert included for no extra cost. Yes. But we don't have... Uh, not not all of the records have. We only we signed a hundred of them. It might be more than a hundred, but either way, while supplies Give last, or take. Um, if there's leftovers, which I think there will be, but it's going to be an extra charge for the non-patrons uh, to get the signed photo of us. Yeah. And what else here? What else? TBS Sports Podcast at gmail.com, 708-797-3079, and patreon.com slash Palmer Squares for all that good shit. You can also buy spooky language shirts, smiley shirts, CDs, posters, stickers, hats, snapbacks, beanies, at palmersquares.com slash shop. Go to palmersquares.com slash shop. Thepalmersquares.com slash shop. Spookylanguage.com slash shop. They all go to the same place. Hey, guys, you hear this? Someone sent that to the P.O. Box. Palmer Squares, P.O. Box 47772, Chicago, Illinois, 60647. You could also send us something that we play with that sounds like that. 
Yes, I checked the P.O. box today. P.U. box? There was an envelope in it addressed to Jose Ramirez. I threw it in the garbage. <laughs> oh, and uh, you know, the I get so excited playlist. when there's something in there. And then when you realize it's not for Oh, you, my God, is that a letdown? Have a, choo- a few choice words. Never mind. God damn it. Man, you... You suck! <laughs> suck. Uh, what else? So, yeah, the vinyl's coming out next week. Get on that. And uh, also, on Patreon, you could just sign up for five bucks. That's all we'd like, really. But there is the new Jumbo XXL Fan Club on Patreon for $25 a month. That guy, Brendan, I don't think he's signed up yet. If you're oh, listening, fuck. you motherfucker. We, we talked about this. But yeah. our pal Travis, Skankfest Travis, he up to course. the 25. I'm going to say right now, here's what we're going to do. Travis is going to make more emails so he can join the $25 <laughs> level multiple times. That's what he's going to do. He's, he supports too much. <laughs> Um, but let's pick one person from the Jumbo Double XL fan club to give away a double uh, disc shapes vinyl. Right. And fuck it. Also give one away to the $10 folks. Yes. We have two to spare. Yes. I like the idea. Uh, so Travis right now, you're the only one in line is chill on buying it until someone else signs up next week because uh it's only you and if anyone wants to sign up they're competing with you granted it's only going to cost like 30 dollars to buy the fucking thing maybe 40 i don't remember um so yeah figure out what you guys want to do we're going to give one away to the 10 dollars folks and then another one to uh raffle it off in the 25 dollars here great idea brilliant idea i love the idea i swear to god i put that in here i just forgot you hurts where is it no, fuck. You are. Damn, where is it? I got to. Wait. Then look into my. Wait. Yeah. I'll believe brilliant it when I see it. I love brilliant I love the idea. Okay, I believe it. I love the idea. Found it. Uh, anything else? Brilliant, 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 brilliant I love the idea. Go to the description, you guys. I'm going to put a link pre save to American Psycho, the next Junkyard Samurai single. I can't believe it, you guys, but you're going to hear some new Junkyard music in a few weeks. Oh, my God. You should watch this Power Slap show, dude. Um, follow me at Ecumental. Hilarious. On Spotify and Instagram. This chick gets knocked out cold, and she like. That's why she got dropped. She keels. She like keels over forward and does. She like lands on her head and does a somersault. All right, I'm giving you homework. You have to pull a couple of clips from the slap show for next week. I was gonna do it. Uh, Where are you? It was. It was already the afternoon. I hadn't showered yet. All I hear is excuses. It's, it takes a while to get here. I knew I didn't have time. Um. So, yeah. You got YouTube TV on your computer here. Yeah, but we're not going to scrub through fucking episodes. We need to know the what we're trying to The people want to hear us scrub. Yeah, the people want to hear the Wire <laughs> intro theme for a full minute. That's what they, they do. Hear. It's a good one. Season four is the best one. <laughs> um, what else here? Oh, yeah, Smoochie Gang playlist on Spotify. Make sure you follow that if you want to hear uh, all of the outro songs in one place. This week, it's going to be our pal, our Baltimorean pal, uh, MC Bravado with I'm Good. There's a cool music video I'm going to put in the description, too. Uh, this is yeah. MC Bravado featuring Concept and Not Faye. And it's a little too early to announce anything, but uh, <laughs> I said Baltimorean, homie. We're looking at some cities. Uh, we just had a good call with our booking guy about maybe heading eastward mm. in this year. Heading uh, east? A couple of things. Word. A couple of other things. Baltimore. Uh, I, I just uh, None of it's confirmed, so I'm Baltimore not going to announce it Baltimore versus y'all horse. It's good news. We, uh, we're back in the lab. And we're back booking shows hopefully soon. Uh, Stay tuned for all of that and enjoy this. This is I'm Good, MC Bravado, featuring Concept and not Faye. And we'll see you on Patreon in however long. So what do we do now? What?
We just play the song. Yeah. We don't. What are you asking me? We don't give him a kiss. We can kill Whitey if you want, or we can. Did I kill Whitey last week? Pooter hold these foods. (laughs) (laughs) Give him a squeaker, dude. Uh, yell it. Scream, kill Whitey. Kill Whitey. See you in a second. You gotta edit out the smush. Smush. (laughs) Smush. (laughs) Yeah, they wanna see you doing good, not better than them. Yeah, let's collect a chick, I'm top ten in my head You were not an a and I'll change the page on your opinion And even if you was, I wouldn't pay you no attention Salty, I ignore you, so my name is in your mentions I'm just targeting my marketing, conquering algorithms This is business over pleasure, feelings and conjecture Feelings I'm revealing lead to healing via record Relieving from the stressors, every step is measured Every brick is placed with the greater architecture kept in mind Intelligent design for my ascension Then I'm ghost when I go, holy smoke Guilty remnants I'll probably never sign a shady records But if Eminem had one shot I got a second effort Kept my cool with food and liquor Never bending under pressure Shedding light upon the youth wave Will make it last forever It don't matter where I'm at I'm good Seeing things don't work out as they should I can knock my own doors down I'ma plot my own course now I'll be standing tall on my two feet Never met a problem I can't be Plus two more on this one, I'm still trying Let's be real, at this point, I know better and still vibe I'm sure there's a few that see photos and they're still crying It's hard for me to keep the tears and fears running through five Flights delayed, think about reflections that my life can make okay. Maybe take the day off when I land and see some sights today oh, Breathing yeah. here to silence, let it run through me Knowing where I'll finish, as long as letting love choose it Did I really lose the shine? Maybe it's the sun moving Using no excuses, that's abusive like a drug user I've changed the laces and took the soul out if they didn't Oh, yeah. It's basic, but in control how everything exists For patience, put my phone down and just sit and live Push my way off through the door frames that didn't give I'm good taking care of in every place I'm landing Can make your life better in one night of taking chances Can make your life better in one night of taking chances Can make your life better in one night of taking chances It don't matter where from that I'm good Things don't work out as they should I can knock my own doors down I'ma climb my own